welcome to the Life Organized Podcast. This is episode number five, when the clutter is driving you crazy. All right, friends, you've been listening to this podcast. We've been talking about so many good things, and I can just hear you saying, okay, this is all great, but what do I do about all of the clutter? It's driving me crazy. It's on my surfaces. It's in every cabinet, every closet. I have so much stuff. I don't know what to do with it. I've got to get rid of it. What am I supposed to do? Well, I think we should talk about some statistics behind clutter to make you feel like you're justified in how you're feeling. You're not alone. This is a very common problem. So here we go. The U.S. Department of Energy reports that one quarter of people with two-car garages have so much stuff in there, they can't park a car. That's a lot of stuff. One out of four people. All right. Building the case here. All right, second statistic. According to the National Soap and Detergent Association, getting rid of clutter would eliminate 40% of housework in the average home. You guys, that's almost cutting your housework in half. That's a lot of stuff we're talking about. Newsweek reported that the average American wastes 55 minutes a day, roughly 12 days a year, looking for things they own but can't find. Fourth, our other research shows that 54% of America is overwhelmed by the amount of clutter they have, but 78% have no idea what to do with it or find it too complicated to deal with, so they just let it build up, taking over their homes and their lives. Okay, so clutter is a real thing, and it causes some real problems, and we've already mentioned that little tool that we talk about that external clutter creates internal clutter and why that's such a problem because all of the stuff that we have that's hanging around us distracts us overwhelms us keeps us from clear thinking keeps us from accomplishing some of the things that we want to do and you can see that you know as you trip over the clutter as you go into the kitchen it's pretty hard to want to make dinner as you go to sit down with the kindergartner to read and you can't find a good place to sit because there's stuff everywhere, it just keeps you from enjoying that experience. Maybe all that overwhelm of paper keeps you from feeling like you can really go through the mail and pay the bills because of all those stacks. So it's a problem and we need to figure out how to solve it. So today we're going to answer that question, what to do when the clutter is driving you crazy. And it's a very simple system, very simple free online program that I offer that I'll make sure I let you know about before we're done here today, but it's called Clutter Busters. It's a way that we bust the clutter. It's a way that we get in there and make some real impact in a realistic way. And I can't wait to tell you all about it. So I find when I'm describing Clutter Busters to my clients, the easiest thing to do is to tell you what Clutter Busters isn't, and then I'll tell you what it is. So Clutter Busters is not an organizing project. It's not something that is such a big deal that you need to take work off or put a movie on for the kids or find a big span of time in your day to get it done. Clutter Busters is not perfection. It's not a time for containers and labels and making sure everything looks beautiful and perfect inside your closet or inside your cupboards or on your counters or wherever it is that you're organizing. Now, I'm all for that. There are great times that we want to, to organize and make things be really functional and get the containers and feel really good when we open up that cabinet. But that's a different kind of energy. That's a different kind of task. That's something that I teach in my Organize Your Space program, which I'll include the link to that in the show notes. That's where I take you through my professional organizing process. 
start to finish, about how we make a space beautiful and functional and bring in the containers and love it every time we open it. And that's really appropriate and that's a great skill to have, but that's not what we're talking about today because that is not realistic on an ongoing basis to have that kind of time to be able to create those results in your house. You need you need a lot of time to be able to do that. And so what I want to give you today is something that's quick and easy on and ongoing and sustainable. And it's going to help you maintain your space and help you have some equilibrium. It's a quick, fast habit that's going to make a dent and give you really quick wins at the beginning. And I think this is a really important skill to have because we can do it regularly. And I think it's a good skill to start with because we just, I know, we just, we got to get rid of some of the stuff. I know how overwhelming it is. So what is Clutter Busters? It is a 10-minute decluttering session. And we're just doing three things. We're either putting it away, putting the stuff away, the clutter away, we're throwing it away, or we're giving it away. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes. Clutter Busters is a sustainable system to help you stay on top of your clutter. Again, it's something that you can find 10 minutes a day to do this. And as you work through your house 10 minutes a day, you're going to start to see a big difference. Remember the compound effect that we talked about, where we talked about how, I think it was episode two, I think, or no, it was episode three, where we talked about how that penny that doesn't seem like a lot starts to double. And over time, that penny amounts to a lot more than big, huge projects. Well, that's exactly what Clutter Busters is. It's that little sustainable effort that starts to pay off as we are consistent with it over time. Clutter Busters is what we go to because we're too busy for those big organizing projects on a general basis. Sometimes we do them and they're awesome, but we need to have something that's a go-to every day. And remember all the talk we've had about our brain, we'll just mention this here, the brain loves Clutter Busters because it's simple and it's quick and it's easy and it's realistic and it's attainable. So it's pretty hard to convince our brains to want to tackle that big, huge master closet. But if we're just going through one shelf of it and we're just getting rid of the things that we don't wear, that don't belong there, that don't fit anymore, then that's a lot easier project. That's an easier thing to follow through on. Okay, so what Clutter Busters isn't is a big, professional, stressful project. What it is is quick microbursts of decluttering that add up to big results. And so I think you're gonna wanna know how to do this, so let's talk about it. So how do we bust that clutter? What is the process? Well, first we're going to pick a spot in your home that you want to bust some clutter, you wanna declutter. So this could be a counter, it could be a drawer, it could be a cabinet, could be a little section on the floor. So we're gonna identify a place, that's step number one. And then number two, we're just going to grab three supplies. We'll grab garbage bag. We're going to grab some kind of a box to hold things that we're going to give away and then a container to collect things and put things away. And then we're going to set our timer. Step three, just set your timer on your phone for 10 minutes and go. Turn yourself loose. Just start going through things and filling up those containers. We want to throw away as much as we can. We want to just have that stuff carried out of our house whenever possible. Again, we're trying to reduce the amount of things that we have, but there's going to be things there that we can't throw away that we need to get into another room that just has wandered away from its home. So make sure that that goes into that container. And then there can be some things that you know are good things that 
other people could use that you don't feel good about throwing away. So we want to just have kind of an ongoing donation pile. I like to keep a box in my garage uh, that I just constantly am contributing things to so that when things come in the house that I know immediately we're not going to use that kind of need to be sent somewhere else, I can put things in that box. And so that's what we're doing here in this step is anything that you know you're done with, but you know somebody else could could would bring value to somebody else. We'll stick it in that box, okay? So clutter busting is pretty simple. We're just picking that spot for ten minutes. We're we're doing it. We're decluttering. Um, one of the things that I see happen when people want to clutter bust is it's one of even though it's small and realistic and the brain likes it, sometimes it's hard to actually get to it. And so I want to add to this episode a tool that's so powerful. I don't think we've talked about it yet in the podcast, but we will talk about it over and over before our work is through together because it's so powerful. It's this little tool called Habit Hooks. Now, this is one I've been teaching for years. It's one of the best. And here's how it works. If you have an existing habit, something you already do automatically without thinking, and then you have something new that you want to start doing, some new habit or new task you'd like to have become regular, you want to hook the two together so that something you're already doing becomes a trigger for the new thing you want to do. And yeah, you've got to exercise a little bit of conscious effort at the beginning to follow through and start to do that second task. But that trigger acts like an alert that reminds you, that leads you into that. And what you'll notice your amazing brain starting to do is automate this process. Once we ask this of our brain several times in a row, it just starts to come together. So for example, maybe every time you're done eating, you decide you're just going to clear up the dishes and load the dishwasher. You can create a habit hook for cleaning up the dishes as soon as you're done eating. Or maybe you have a hard time remembering to do your visualizations or your affirmations or your prayers or something that you're wanting to do, just kind of some spiritual growth that you want to do. And you have good intentions to do it, but the day comes and goes and you still haven't gotten it done. Well, you can have it hook basic things like you wake up and go to the bathroom first thing in the morning. That's a great habit hook. What if you could habit hook some spiritual practice, some short little spiritual practice to something like that? Maybe you take a shower every day. Maybe you put your shoes on every day. Maybe you walk in the door from work every day. You can use any opportunity like that to habit hook anything you want. I think you'll see in this podcast that I am helping you organize your stuff and I am helping you organize your time. But true to the name, I'm helping you organize your life. So if there are things in your life you're wanting to implement that you're having a tough time with, that habit hook is a really good tool to help you know how you can really follow through with exercising or remembering to call your mom or remembering to take the dog out or whatever it is that you struggle to remember to do. In this case, we need to find a habit hook for clutter busters. In the Get Organized Bootcamp, which I have mentioned in other episodes, and I'll include the link in the show notes in case you want to check that out. One of the things that we talk about is in the morning, we do a morning routine, which includes home base. At the end of home base, we use that as a really powerful habit hook for something we want to get done. If you have a lot of clutter and this feels like a high priority for you, then when you're done with home base, whatever that last step is, that could be the trigger that launches you into doing clutter busters. So you load that dishwasher, 
you wipe down that fridge, you pick up that last pair of shoes on the floor in the entryway or the family room, and you grab your phone and you set the timer for 10 minutes and you go right to the spot that you want to clutter bust. And that's how you can be really consistent with getting that done. It works really, really well. Okay, so that's how you're going to bust some clutter. And in the program that I'll include the link in the show notes, I've got a free free online program that will help you walk through clutter busters for three days in a row. I'll tell you what space to work on. I'll give you all sorts of tips. It's really motivating, really a great way to get that clutter busting started in your house. So I really recommend you check that out. But I want to give you a few tips about how this will work and what you can expect and how you can kind of navigate around a few things that might come up if you're ready to just get going right now after listening to this episode. The first tip is I see people as they're picking up an area think, well, this goes in the kid's bedroom. So they'll stop, leave the area, go carry that back to the kid's bedroom and then come back. Now that's a dangerous thing to do because what's going to happen when you walk into the kid's bedroom? You're going to see a lot of other things that need to be organized. So it's really tempting to get off track and start making beds or picking things up. Or maybe if you're taking something to the bathroom and the bathroom's a mess, you think, well, while I'm in here, I'll just start cleaning this up. But the problem is, is that timer's ticking. That 10-minute timer is ticking. And you're not going to make the dent or the progress in that space you wanted to clutter bust if you're also spending a couple of minutes here and there in other rooms Not only that, but there's this integrity piece with our brain that's really important. When we tell ourselves, I'm going to spend 10 minutes on this one section and our brain is in and we've got its cooperation, we start working on it, but then we get distracted and spend time in other places. It's like we kind of start to lose a little bit of integrity with our brain. The brain doesn't get to see the results that you'd promised it every time you look at that space and feel a little bit of uh, incomplete fulfillment because you didn't get it done. It just lessens the enthusiasm and the ability to jump into clutter busters another time. So I just think it's really important that you keep that container, that third container I told you about in the supplies that you need to gather. Just anything that goes anywhere else, just put it into there. And at the end of your clutter busting session, when that timer goes off, You can then take that container that has other things that belong other places and walk around and put those things away. And as a general rule, I find that to be really helpful. The second thing you might run into, though, as you're doing this is you go to put those things away in other rooms and then it gets really frustrating because they don't have a home or that room is a mess and you feel like you're just contributing to the clutter in that room. This is when our brain really wants to run away with us and blow problems up into a bigger problem than they are. We've got to stay really focused in what it is that we're doing. All right. So we've talked in other episodes about kind of following the pain and working on what is troubling us the most, the most expensive clutter. And in clutter busting, you've decided that you're going to reduce the amount of things in your home and we can only start in one area. We can't fix it all at once. And so you might want to make a note that you really do want to get to the kids' bedrooms or you want to organize the bathroom cabinets or the downstairs storage room is a project you want to get to. And I really recommend you write that down. That feels good to the brain to be heard, be able to express it and to be able to track it. And in 
coming episodes, we'll talk more about your to-do list and how to get things done. That's one of my favorite conversations. But for now, I just want you to recognize that that's going to come up. And because we can't fix everything at once, you might even want to have a little bin in the room. You might want to, at the beginning, put bins in every room. And this is where homeless things get to go. So when you do clutter busters or home base and you go to put things away and they don't have a home, they just go into that little bin. And then we're going to make a note that we'll get to this room sooner or later, this space sooner or later. And that's why what I mentioned earlier with organize your space is so important. Um, We've got to have that skill set to know how to organize a cabinet or a drawer or a closet. So things do have a home. And I love that that um, part of organizing, that part in the process. But for now, we're just going to ab- agree to let something homeless be what it is at the moment, because in the moment, we are working on reducing the amount of stuff we have. Okay, I'm going to give you one more tip today that I think will be really helpful as you are in that moment deciding, is this something I throw away or give away? Um, don't give too much thought to whether it should be thrown away or given away, I guess is what I want to say about that. I want to see you quick momentum, quick decisions. The bottom line is we live in a society that has a lot of stuff. And there may be things that you can give to someone that they would love. There may be things that really it's lived its life and it's just time to let it go and throw it away. And I don't want you to get too caught up in what that process is in making that correct decision. If you find yourself not being able to get through a lot of stuff because you're too concerned about wasting things and things have value, we're going to do a podcast podcast episode on that coming up pretty soon because that's a real thing and we need to kind of address the psychology behind that. But I just want to encourage you to just make fast decisions. And I can't help it. I got to tell you a fourth one. I know I told you, I'll only tell you three, but here's the fourth one. Don't get caught up in perfectionism as you're getting rid of stuff. Um, it's really easy to just start to migrate into that organize your space mentality where now the things that are left in the cabinet, we want to line them up and we want to find a container and we want to make that space functional. And I mean, you can do that, but you're technically outside the boundaries of Clutterbusters when you do that. And I'm trying to teach you a specific skill here. I'm trying to teach you something that will help you get in, get out, make a fast difference, reduce the amount of items you have in your home, help your house kind of lose weight. It, it's just so phenomenal to feel that lightning feeling and to not be perfectionistic about something and to just know we'll get to this space. We'll get to this place part in the process where we're making it look really beautiful. But I want to lead you through the process of working through large parts of your home and really eliminating all of that stuff that you want to get rid of. And one of the biggest traps I see is getting really particular and trying to make that shelf or that drawer or that cabinet or that pantry look good as you're going through a certain shelf for 10 minutes. So just be aware of that. See if you're starting to fall into that. Remember that I'm warning you about this and try to pull yourself back into just clutter busting because there's a reason that I'm teaching you this and there's a time and a place for both types of organizing. Okay, so just remember, clutter busters is that quick win to help you. It's going to reduce the amount of clutter in your home and it's going to help get those wandering items out of the space that you're decluttering so you can start to get things at least in the right location 
even if they don't have a specific home. Okay, so if as you're going through this, I think you're good to go. Like, I really want to see you just go out and try this. But I also just want to, again, reiterate that the Clutterbusters program is free. It's in the show notes. It's three days, 10 minutes each day. I really walk you through how to do this. So I'll help you know which areas of the house you should start with first, because sometimes there's a little strategy in what makes the biggest impact psychologically. Um, you will talk more about how you can get yourself to clutter bust consistently. So you can really get some momentum and start to feel a difference. And then you'll probably notice that once you get going, it's going to be hard to stop after that 10 minute mark. And so we'll talk about that in clutter busters as well. So plus other questions that just come up. So know that resource is there for you if you want it. Okay. So hope you start to get that action generated, what you're going to do after this Start to formulate maybe when you're going to do that Clutter Busters session, that first one, start to make a difference for you. I'm excited for you to start to lighten your household, have less stuff to manage, and really win back some of that time as you clear out some of that external clutter. Okay, that's it for today. Hope you have a good one. Can't wait for you to bust some clutter. We'll talk to you soon. 